guys, and welcome back to The Outer Rim. My name is Gabe, and today, with the help of one of my fellow Outer Rim admins, we'll be talking about the latest episode of The Bad Batch. And this week, I am joined by Drew. Welcome back, man. What's up? Not much. Very good episode, and I'm excited to talk about it. Um, and before we get to this episode, this week's episode, which was uh, episode 14, War Mantle, uh, if you'd rather just listen to the audio of this review, uh, you can find it at my my podcast, The Franchise Fatigue Podcast. Uh, we're releasing the audio of all these reviews on that feed. Um, all right, so diving right into this episode. As I said, it's episode 14 called War Mantle. It was written by uh, Damani Johnson. This, is, this would be... Uh, his first episode of uh, this season and directed by Stuart Lee. The, uh, the Bad Batch gets a call from Rex asking them to rescue a clone who has been captured by the Empire. They investigate and discover the Empire's program to replace the clone army with recruits. Uh, the clone turns out to be Commando Gregor, uh, who they rescue. And after leading the Empire on a merry chase around the base, most of them escape. Uh, but but Dark and Broody is captured and left behind. In the meantime, back on Kamino, the Empire no longer requires the services of the Kaminoans, and their employment is is terminated with extreme prejudice. All right, Drew, what did you think of this episode? So yeah, like I I really enjoyed the episode. Um, <clears throat> one of the better ones of this season. Um, and I like how you know it, it was one of the like adventure of the week kind of episodes, but. It still had the main underlying plot moving forward with Crosshair and um, and all that stuff. So that was like really neat to see and um, lots of world building too. Yeah, a lot of world building, which was honestly like fantastic. Some of some of, that was like one of my favorite things about this episode, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we get a uh, War Mantle, I believe, was mentioned in like the second episode. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a reference back to Rogue One. Um, and so it's, it's essentially the operation of replacing the clones with recruits. Um, we get a, there's some interesting reasoning because there was always a question like, why would you do that? <laughs> like the stormtroopers aren't as good. The clones are literally programmed, um, programmed to serve the Republic. But, but uh, Gregor brought up a good point in that the clones are programmed to serve the Republic. Like that was their programming, and sure there was Order sixty six, but it's that is something that seems to be wearing off, or like we we still haven't got an explanation for what exactly is happening with, you know, Gregor or um, what was the clone clone on Ryloth? Uh, I forget. I his yeah, I forget his name, but like we see these various cl- or uh, Cut Laquan, these various clones who are not falling to Order sixty six or maybe fading out of it. It's it, so like that that. That idea that their, their loyalty is to the Republic, not the Empire. So while they were they were vital tools to get the Empire in place, they're not what they need for the long term. Also, the notion that <laughs> recruits are simply much cheaper, um, and there's a whole lot more of them. That was showed really well as the battle goes. It's like no matter how many they take out, there are always more. And just the sense of just being overwhelmed yeah. by numbers was really well communicated. Um. And another thing I love about this episode is just the atmosphere, uh, the planet. Uh, I, forget, I think it's Daro, I believe. Uh, yeah. The just the way they film the woods, the sound design, the music. Whether it's that really creepy chase in the beginning, or just the clones wandering around, like something isn't right here. Just or looking up at this enormous mountain towering over them. There's just there's a great sense of atmosphere in the direction that I really liked. Yeah, and it's also like a very different looking planet from what we like usually see. It's got like that 
kind of um i don't know like uh <laughs> i guess like the best way like i can compare it is like uh like like washington state mm. it's got like that west coast like kind of like foresty like environment yeah. that we haven't like really seen a ton of in Star a little Wars. bit a little bit of endor uh with the yeah, redwood yeah. trees and the ferns but then they got those giant pinnacles of rock and all that mm-hmm. yeah um yeah, a nice change of base mm-hmm yeah <laughs> just the, the i just love the uh the chemistry between the bad batch in this episode that's something i kind of been missing like in the the, the the three episodes before last one where it's just like I, I'm, I'm missing that my bad batch and just when they're all here together discussing whether or not to go after the uh go after the the prisoner <laughs> and director's like you know echo's got a point well yeah tech's got a point well the kid's got a point <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh and you have um echo functioning as um as like as still the moral compass of the uh of the group you know rex trusts him i trust trust rex also like you know, I he know he was a prisoner at one point, um, so he's de- you know very determined to go and save this other guy. You know, the same way the bad batch saved him. Um, yeah. Different interactions like that, and I, I'm kind of glad that some consequences came of Omega kind of uh, guilting Hunter into taking on every mission that ha- comes or every you know, mission and rescue and helping every stranger they come across um because you know, as much as her heart's in the right place that's not a very sustainable strategy for life yeah and i'm glad that the, the show is also aware that you can't just you know constantly run into trouble and not expect you know you might lose dark and broody yeah um anything particularly that uh, stood out to you this episode yeah um like we we're talking about uh briefly like the world building and stuff um it's really cool like you know at the start of the season we quickly saw them like shifting towards the empire and now we're like really getting to to the point of like the empire in their prime where like all right they're starting to switch to the recruits and they're starting to wear the imperial armor um Mm -hmm. and so and like also them learning about like the the call signs of the stormtroopers and things like that um I really like seeing that even like the uh the structure of like the base that they were in um it looks straight up like an imperial structure and so it's like really cool to start seeing how like their technology and everything is like shifting towards like the classic empire look um and like going along with that i freaking loved the score in this episode uh, it was so great to hear like those classic renditions of like the original trilogy soundtrack. Mm. Oh. I didn't notice any particular callbacks, but yeah, I, the 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 way it gave atmosphere to the episode was really good. Yeah. Um, and we I, do. You, do you think this is the end of the Camino story? Um, I, I, it could be, but I kind of hope it's not. Uh, I feel like there's, you know, with with uh, Nala say being left alive, mm-hmm. and we actually we don't actually see the death of Lamasu. Like there is a possibility for them to come back into the story. I'm kind of hoping they do. But yeah, I I really hope they do because I felt that was like really brief, <laughs> and I, I wouldn't want their story to just end like like that. You know, like I want to like have a little bit more clarity, um, and I really want to know what they're gonna be doing with uh <clears throat> with um. What's the scientist's name? Nala Say. 
Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. What's going to happen is like Lama Sousa, a secret badass. So next episode is going to open with the doors opening and he's going to be standing over the bodies of the clones with their weapons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but I, I do just love the poetic justice of this. You know, they, they betrayed, they helped the Empire betray the, uh, the Republic and the Jedi and now they're getting betrayed in turn. <laughs> also, the way, the way Lama Su tries to throw Nalasi under the bus, you know, she will be punished. Only just, you know, him to get it in turn. Um, it's very fitting and screw them because they're the worst. <laughs> yeah. And I love, uh, I love uh, Rampart's line, you know, a scientist I have used for, a politician I do not. And I believe him after what happened to, uh, uh, what, Orn Free Ta. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was great. Yeah. Uh, then we get the we get uh, Gregor's back. Uh, I, you know, I really love he he had a really good part in possibly the worst arc in the entire Clone Wars. Like his little part in that was amazing. Uh, he was he's a lot of fun in Rebels, just as a complete nut. <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> we see the beginnings of that insanity. I I, just, I love D. Bradley Baker's just mad cackle and kind of high raspy voice. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that's Captain Traitor, insubordinate plebe. <laughs> I thought you trained these guys. I didn't teach them everything. That wouldn't be very smart. Um, yeah, and so that just his interactions is a lot of fun. Just the crazy <laughs> that's oozing off of him. Oh, yeah. uh, dude, those shoulders—he's so freaking big. I don't remember him being that big in Clone Wars, but like his shoulders are just massive. Yeah, these commandos don't play. Uh, and, uh, and they show how tough the commandos are. You know, they take s multiple stun blasts. Like the one that you know runs over the elevator and around the walls to get in front of them, and you know almost takes down tech. Like they're 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 a legitimate threat. And I thought that was shown really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's always nice to see on commandos again. Yeah. Uh, any any particular moments in the action that stood out to you? There's a lot of it this episode. Um. I I really love like the hallway scene, um, just because there's like, a lot of those. Which one? <laughs> well, like just where they're running away from the stormtroopers because it felt it reminded me a lot of A New Hope when when uh, Han and Chewie are getting chased after the stormtroopers, and like I don't know, I just mm -hmm. like just because A New Hope is my favorite Star Wars film, I just I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, kind of running gun battle. Um, yeah, and then like also, um, great to see starfighter combat again. You know, I love when it's in atmosphere because yeah. the, there's an added weight and like sound and just it just sounds more powerful and and it's really really well shot. There's a couple oh, yeah. just epic shots of them flying around. Um, and uh, and we, we get a lot of good Omega stuff this episode. Also, good Omega and good Wrecker, like them them together. I I can't get enough of it. You know, <laughs> playing the game on top of Gonky. You know, it's still your turn, or when she's uh, early, you know she's copying Wrecker's knife twirling, or later on after you know when she's p pacing around the ship clutching her little Tuca doll, oh, she's so sweet. He's <laughs> like, you know, keep it steady, kid. I'll do my best. You know that is sufficient. I'll take it from here. Uh, just the the interactions in this episode are just top notch, and that that's. You know this. This show is not as good as Rebels. I've said this episode. I've said this every episode. You know, it's not as good as Rebels or Clone Wars. But that interaction is just kind of the heart and soul of this show, and I cannot get enough of it. Yeah, <sighs> I agree. And towards the end, this is the heartbreak in her voice and the distress. You know, order them to go back, Hunter. You, know, she doesn't want to leave him behind as he's ordering them away. 
uh, the shot of you know from underneath as from behind Hunter as he's looking up and we see the distant explosions in the sky. It's a lot of good cinematography. Oh yeah, I I love that scene. Mm. Was I the only one getting serious Starkiller base vibes when they come up to the giant hole? In the planet, we, we were, like I was like, oh, th- that's where they're going. Okay, but they didn't go that way. But were, were you thinking that at all? Yeah, like when I saw, because uh, before I watched the episode, I saw you. I, I honestly like completely forgot that the episode had dropped last night, and then I saw you um, uh, put it in the group chat about like the Star Killer base, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so I was like, all right, like I gotta watch the episode now. And yeah, like I totally see where you were coming from with that at first. Um, I kind of wish they would have said what this base was, but they didn't really like. I guess it's just a training facility. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it seems a little overkill, but hey, that's what. They, yeah, like, and, for you. <laughs> like especially because it's like on like a uncharted planet, basically. Because they said like, oh, there's nothing on the planet, so it's like it would have been cool to see like, oh, like maybe they've got some super secret research. Thing going on here i wonder if this was happening prior to order 66 because we're still only a couple months out i believe and this seems really well established so hmm. maybe palpatine had this secret base set up knowing he was going to phase out the clones and was already building his army that would be interesting <laughs> like that's a, that's a big base to dig in a couple months yeah um yeah, so the, like this is a, a lot of action, but I still I don't, I don't hold that against the episode. There's not a lot to talk about, but there's I just the the atmosphere, the intrigue, the world building, just little the the, uh, the character interactions. The action is actually really good. Just, it's a really fun classic Bad Batch episode. And so going forward, um, do you think I, I'm assuming the finale is going to be a two parter? That's kind of how these this, these shows work. Um, yeah. But I don't know that it's only going to be about res- rescuing Hunter. Like I was saying earlier, I was hoping that you know they would go back and you know take out the cloning program on Camino. That situation seems to be re- resolving itself, so I don't think that's going to happen. But I, I I do feel there's there's more to come from Camino. This might just point to a season two because there's a lot of threads they could they could follow. Yeah. Um, if the finale is more than just rescuing Hunter and uh, trying to save Crosshair. Any ideas what it would be? Gosh. Um, I'd say, like, the only other thing, the only other potential thing that they could probably uh, do with it is maybe they meet up again with Rex. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that kind of seems... That could definitely happen. They're, they're, like, planting, like, the seeds. It seems like Rex is trying to rescue, like, clone troopers or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Wolf is still out there. They got to grab him too. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I have a feeling season one will probably end with them kind of committing to the rebellion or something like that. Like, yeah, that's that has been so long a, a, a just a running thread with Echo constantly trying to get them back into the fight. So, mm-hmm. like something's got to come of that. And if that's how it ends, I feel that there's there's still a lot of thematic threads you know, with Omega and her you know her identity as a clone. Like she's. Like she's yep. sister to Boba Fett, maybe. Like so, th- there's there's a lot of different threads. Yeah, the bounty hunters are they still after them? Um, like there's there's definitely things they could follow up with in season two. Um, although I don't know that and it's, we like, still don't vital. know like why they. I, well, I mean, we kind of do. They they wanted her like blood and everything. Uh, to, like make more clones with 
with Omega, but like I'd like to see like more of like what her original like like why do they even have Omega? Like what was her purpose? Like we don't really know a lot about like mm-hmm. what she is as like a clone. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's like so many things that they could continue like exploring, and like I really hope we get a season two or something because I want to see more of Omega and. Uh, I want to see more like of the rest of the bad badge. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that is all for this episode. Um, so join us over on the outer rim, a star Wars group on Facebook. Uh, it's dedicated to positive and constructive star Wars discussion. Also, uh, please like, and subscribe, like this video and subscribe to the channel. Um, and as I said, you can find all the audio versions of these reviews on my podcast feed franchise fatigue and we will be back next week uh with episode 15 and maybe the a, a part of the first part of a two-parter uh, until then we will see you